Okay, so uh, Jemima, we were just talking then about how uh, you got your application. Uh, you got an application to Bulgaria, and you yeah. also got an application to the Caribbean. What made you choose uh, to go to the Caribbean over somewhere that was so much closer with Bulgaria? So um, let me explain something. So basically, I did apply for Bulgaria. I got in. Then my answer said, well, why am I going to Bulgaria? It's about six or seven years, I think, of studying. Mm -hmm. So why didn't you just go to the Caribbean and do five years studying? So that's how I found myself applying for um, Ascent, which is actually called Richmond Graduate University. So she was like, oh, if you do go there, you probably want to practice medicine in America. So that was the goal for me. But actually, it's a change goal now. So yeah, so that was the reason why I applied to go to the Caribbean. I had no family there, actually. I had nobody. I don't even have a friend. I just took the risk. I'm like, let me just do something different. But mm -hmm. with Bulgaria, I knew some people in Bulgaria because there was someone putting me through, a friend of mine. So I was like, okay, let me just go to the Caribbean. Since my answer is like, oh, it's good. Just go to the Caribbean. You're closer to America. So that was the reason why I moved my application to Caribbean Medical School. Oh, wow. So you actually had friends in Bulgaria already that told you it was mm -hmm. good. They helped you do mm -hmm. the application. You got in yeah. and you yeah. decided, nope, I'm not going to go with the comfortable option. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go 10 hours away. Exactly. Because I had no one in the Caribbean. I mean, I mean, no one. I had nobody. So I did a bit of research of the school I was going to. So I loved what I saw. So what I did was to contact some of the students just to have a bit of understanding of how Caribbean is. Because you're going to somewhere you've never been to, you don't have a family, it's not close to UK. So there was this fear in me. But at the same time, I was willing and ready to take the risk. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, how did you find it when you got there? What were your first thoughts? What was my first thought? Um, so when I got to the Caribbean, you know Caribbean is a tropical island. So basically the weather was a blessing to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're coming from a country that is really cold, or should I say bipolar? You know if UK weather is... <laughs> The one UK minute is cold. bipolar weather yeah yeah next minute is rainy next minute is sunny so i went to when i got to the caribbean it's actually um the weather was really great and the people are very welcoming from the airport yeah uh -huh, straight really, away yeah straight away like and it's a small caribbean country so basically they're really friendly they're really friendly. But what I'll say, don't have our expectation. You're not going to a developed country. You're going to a developing country. So you're not going to see machines. You're not going to see the best, um, the best streets. You're not going to see the best of everything. What you see in England, you're not going to see over there. So you need to be open-minded open -minded when you're going down there. Oh, so, of course. I, I think yeah. it's the same with a lot of places, isn't it? It's something that we tell students before they go to Bulgaria, for example. Yeah. But did you feel like you were not safe being in a country that was different like that? Funny enough, it's way safer than the UK. I'm sorry to say that. I'm really sorry to say that. No, don't apologize. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, because, because it's a small country, like literally everyone knows each other. And they respect um, outsiders. They, they really respect foreigners. So it's very, I never had issue. They're all more friendly to you foreigners compared to um, their own people. They feel like, okay, you're coming to our country, you're bringing something to our country. So we have to make sure you're okay. We have to make sure you're comfortable in the country. So I never had issue of state. It's very safe. Like, literally around 2 a.m you see me walking down the streets because mm -hmm. when i'm too tired of studying i just take a break and just go for a walk and to me it was safe i don't know about other people but i was safe yeah so it's a yeah there's so many foreigners there not just um we have like the indians the americans the um caucasians so many people living there and we didn't have any issues with 
really have any issues to be honest it was really safe for us because i was mixing up with other people as well so it was really yeah. yeah so like literally i could stay in the library till like nine o'clock that's what you need though isn't it when you're a medical yeah. student you need to be able to walk around on your own at night just to get some and, fresh air get away from the studies and you could also get a private cab driver that picks you up as well mm-hmm. yeah so i had a private cab driver that picks and it was it's not even expensive so i don't know what the rate is a pound to um what is caribbean dollar so i don't know the rates right now but it's really cheap living in caribbean very cheap oh, okay that's something that our students ask yeah. a lot is uh, about the living costs in these different places. No, the, Obviously, the, not many of us know much about the, the Caribbean's costs. Yeah. No, it's very, very cheap because um, so you could get one bedroom for like 200 pounds. Oh, wow. Per month. Yeah, yeah per month or That's less really than good. 400 pounds. You could get for 500. So 500 EC, which is East Caribbean. So probably maybe 150. I don't know the rates right now. but No, that's mind- okay. <laughs> So in my time, I was paying like less than 200 pounds for my house rent and traveling as well was really cheap for me. Mm-hmm. And with my school, we had school bus. So they come down to pick you up and take you to classes. Oh, wow. And is it sort of dormitories that you were staying in or, or private apartments? Oh, it's more of a private apartments. So the school look for place for you before you come. Okay. So, so you they, don't have they to... helped you to sort that out. Exactly. You don't have to be worried about oh how i'm gonna get my place they saw everything out for you they send a driver to pick you up from the airport as well and the following day let's say you're starting class on monday they're gonna send the school bus to pick you up as well wow yeah so it's nice to know all those things are covered because quite often i think uh, it can seem quite daunting at first for students even the simple tasks like getting a bus when you're in a new country yeah. It can seem like quite a scary thing sometimes. So to have it all organized and, and planned out for you shows exactly. that the university really care, I suppose, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, they do. Because every Friday, so let's say every Friday is a shopping day. Okay. So that's when the bus takes us to the shopping mall to do our shopping. So the bus waits for us. That's my school bus. I'm not talking about uh-huh. the public bus. So they literally wait for us to do our shopping and they take us back to our houses. Wow. So they made things easier for us as well. So all you need to do, unless you're not, so let's say you want to leave, you want to leave. So the closing time was 3 p.m. So let's say you want to leave around five o'clock. Just know that you're not going to get a bus. They have to, you have to look for a way to go home, get your private car driver to drop you off. But if you need to go with the school bus, that's around 3 p.m. as well. So they pick you up from your house and they drop you off this, um, around 3 p.m. So Fridays, like I said, is for shopping. That's when we do shopping. They take us to do our shopping and they will take us down to the town center as well to do other stuff. And, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. So what's the location like where the university is? Is it a, a nice location for studying? Yes, so we have two campuses. We have one in Bel Air and we have one in Annasville. So each of these campuses have their own library. So studying in the Caribbean is very quiet. So I know people have this idea that, oh, they're going to be parties. and mm -mm, mm -mm." So that's like Fridays. That's when you're like literally. But the environment to study is really good is very good trust me is really good because then you can actually go to the beach to study just this is my- what everyone asks can i yeah. study on the beach can it be done yeah you, you're close like literally your house is not so far from the seaside you just go there and study get your mats and take your books down there and study like that is the best part for me but at the same time you probably get distracted as well because you're seeing people doing stuff and you want to do stuff as well so yeah so the environment for study is superb i'm not gonna lie it's actually really really good and it's very very uh, what is the word very um you have this comfortable and safe um time in the campus because it's security guards so literally you have to like sign in to make sure they know that you're in the campus so when you're leaving, you sign out as well to make sure that you're safe as well. Okay, yeah, you've left the campus, you're going to your house and 
and yeah, so it's very safe, very, very safe, safe place to study. Um, we had so many resources as well. So let's say, um, so for your MD1, you, you do anatomy and that anatomy, um, you're literally in the lab for cadaver. I don't know if you know what cadaver is. Yeah, of course. Uh, what One thing I want you to clarify uh, is uh, the MD1, because obviously the, the Caribbean and the American system uh, is slightly different to what we're used to over in Europe. So can you explain uh, what MD1, uh, what that represents? Okay, so um, let me start from the beginning. So we have the pre-med level and we have the MD level. Okay, so let's say you just finish um, secondary school, you're mm -hmm. 16. You want to go to medical school straight. You're going to have to start from the pre-med level, which is pre-med one. So do, mm -hmm. you're just going to do some science courses. And so I think that's about four semesters. So once four, our semester is made of three months, right? So once you're done with that, then you move to MD1. So MD1 is the main medical school. So we have MD1, MD2, MD3, MD4, MD5. Then you go into your clinical, your clinical phase. So with MD1, you have you do things like so it's quite different because I did a bit of rotation down in UK, so I was able to compare how things were done. So it's quite yeah. different. Yeah, it's quite different from where I'm coming from because in American Caribbean system, so what we do, we do basic science first before we move to our rotation clinical rotation um, phase. But whereas in UK, I think they start going to the hospital maybe the second or third year. So MD1, um, you do anatomy, you do um, epidemiology. I'm trying to remember it's been long. Yeah, <laughs> it's been long. So you do the basic, I think, do you do physiology? Um, you do embryology? You do, um, so you do, I think you do about four or five subjects in MD1. So you mm -hmm. have to, you pass everything 70%. Different as well from the UK, because UK, I think the pass mark is about, I don't know if I'm wrong, above 50%. Yeah, yes, yeah. lower typically. Yeah, lower, exactly. I think 40 or, I don't know. But whereas in Caribbean, you need to get 70% to pass. Wow. Each of, yeah. So, Did you find that quite difficult to achieve? Okay, so you know when you're just coming from UK and you're entering to another um, educational system that you're not used to, at the beginning mm -hmm. you're going to find it difficult. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. No, yeah. no, of course. So I'm going to be real. So you're go it's going to be strange because you're like 70% where I'm coming from is an A grade. 70% in Caribbean is a C grade. You just pass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so was it challenging yes it was is it doable yes it's very doable all you need to do is just have to study you just need to study and you can easily pass it as well because you have so many resources to use and the lecturers are there to help you you have to keep asking questions and you have to put yourself in the group as well because that's the only way because you can't do medical school alone you can't do medical school. So you have to make sure you have, uh, my school also have a met, uh, mentorship program, like where they assign you to a mentor that helps you out with your study okay. to check your daily activities, where you are right now. Are you achieving your grade? Are you studying? So my school actually give you one of the lecturers to actually help you with your studying and they make oh, sure wow. that you have a group to study as well. So they exactly. actively monitor everything you're up to to make sure you stay on course. Exactly. Exactly. Because Perfect. you don't want to fail. You're paying so much. <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to fail. Yeah, you're paying so much. But some so universities, one... what we see uh, with a lot of the schools in Europe is there a lot of them are not so bothered. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of schools in Europe that are yeah. super supportive. And these are the schools that we work with the most and try to work with the most. But there yeah. are some, uh, I won't name names, but very yeah. well-known universities that just leave the student to get on with it themselves so it's nice to hear that the school you've got over there is obviously really supportive and going to that kind of length to make sure the students are keeping up yeah no they're very no um they're very supportive when i mean supportive they're super because you're dealing with someone's life 
you're gonna deal with somebody's life. You don't wanna kill anybody. So they That's make cool. sure you understand what you're doing. One thing about medical school, just know that, know the main reason you're going to medical school. Once you know the main reason for going to medical school, then trust me, you'll be able to navigate your way into it and make sure you seek for help. Seek for help. No, it doesn't matter if you're the smartest, you can't do medical school alone. You need support from your lecturers. We have deans in our school that is willing to help you. Okay, what can we do for you to get better? If you're not achieving your grade. So like we have um, each of the semester, we have like three, um, three blocks of exams today. So our exams are like six weeks. Yeah, I think six weeks. So you need to keep on studying. You need to keep on studying and you need to make sure. So let's say you go below 70 in your first block. So the lecturer will come to you. Okay, what can you do to make sure in your next season you're going to do better? Mm -hmm. they make sure so, they give sorry do you have a, a lot of opportunities to retake exams this is something that people wonder about as well oh yeah you have opportunity to retake exams but at the same time you don't want to put that in your head that oh if i fail, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get too comfortable so the deal is not for you to think about retake the deal is for you to pass your exams mm -hmm. so don't be comfortable and say okay no there's retake because just imagine you're doing retake. Your friends are moving forward. You're still reading what you were taught. Yeah, it's not where you want to so be. It, so it doesn't make sense. So what I would say is that forget about the retake. Your goal is to pass. Even if the school is giving retakes as well, your goal is to make sure you pass. Because when you say, oh, there's retake, you get too comfortable. Like, anyways, I'm going to do retake. No. So that ideology of retake, just delete it off. That's my advice to people, delete it off your head and just say, you know what, I'm going to make sure I get above. So this is what I do to myself. I don't aim for 70 because when you aim for 70, there's every possibility you're going to get 60. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you aim for higher grades so that if you are going to fall, you're probably going to fall on 80. So don't, we don't plan to go to school to fail or to do retake. We plan to, to go to school to come out with the best grade and to do better yeah that's it absolutely and yeah. going off of that then how did you find the uh the lecture experience and the way you were taught do you feel like you were taught enough to keep up with everything okay so they have lots of materials and i was taught enough because it's a very fast um It's a very fast uh, way of medical school because yes. you know the America is like four years. Mm -hmm. Coming from Europe is like five to six years. So it's quite different. So you need to be on your toes 24 seven. And yes, lecturers do everything possible to make sure you have enough information. But one thing you need to still understand, the lecturers can teach you everything. You have to do your own studying. The moment you start medical school, you're no longer a kid anymore. You're an adult. So you can't depend on your lecturer to um, spoon feed you in everything. Because if they spoon feed you, they're not going to be there at the hospital to spoon feed you. Like, okay, this is a medication. We need to give propanolol to this patient. No, they're not going to do that. You understand? So they do, they do actually give you the best of the best but you need to do your own thing as well. You need to push yourself. You need to, that's with every medical school, whether you're in Africa, Euro, North America, they won't teach you everything. You have to do your own studying yourself. You have to go in depth. That's the only way you can succeed in medical school. They'll give you research, yeah, slides, um, slides, give you a website make sure you do like the maybe they give you assignments try to do it because that will help you because most of the assignment might probably be the exam you're going to do so you need to do your own set you can't always it's like let me give you this analogy it's like when the coach coach you how to play football he's not going to come into the foot the pitch to start playing football with you no he's done his own bit already 
So mm-hmm. that's it. They've done their own bits. They've done everything they needed to do to make sure that you have the, enough information. But it's left for you to make sure that you do your own assignments, you study hard to achieve that goal. Yeah, that's it, really. So it all depends on the students. Yeah, well, it's, it's I think, uh, from our point of view, it's just to know that the professors have done enough. It's like you said, uh, and it's amazing advice. And I, every student should hear that before they go to medical school so that they're yeah. mentally prepared for what they need to do and the person they need to become. You know, they mm-hmm. do to mature themselves and become independent and self-sustaining study machines. Um, yeah. You know, it's how, how it needs to become for them. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, and let's. What about a bit more about the the country? Are there many kind of activities and things people can do in their spare time? So many things. You're gonna get bored. You you're not. Oh, sorry, not bored. You're gonna get tired. Tired. You're gonna actually get tired because um. So you know the Caribbean has its natural beauty and it has beautiful um beach. You can easily go for hiking. You can go for diving, and it's a diverse country, so literally they embrace different culture. You can also bring your culture in. I think during May or July, they have the um, carnival. So trust me, you need to experience the carnival. So you need to control yourself because there's so many things to do. Because you need to remember, I'm here for school. If not, you'll get carried away. Mm-hmm. they definitely get carried away so there are places to go to there's so many things you can do to have fun but at the same time you need to find balance because you can't keep on studying all the time you're going to break out so it's best for you to know how to balance yourself there's time to study there's time to have fun with your friends so you can go down to uh, the museum you can go down to the uh, so there's this place we call um is it kingston kingston yeah so there's so many places, like so many things you can do in that time. Like you can go for just sightseeing. So when it comes to fun, students have no issues. They have no issues. Or the only issue they have is they're gonna get tired and they're gonna get carried away. So they need to learn to balance it. So yeah, they need to balance, yeah. Because I think uh, a lot of students, one of the things they worry about is if they go abroad, they're not going to be having the same level of fun as they would have at a UK university, for example. They're going to have more, actually. They're going to have more. Because you have freedom, like, it's cheaper. You're going to, you're coming with pounds. Mm-hmm. You're coming with pounds. And pounds over there is like, let's say you have 50 pounds, you know how much that is. And things are really cheap. So you can afford most things. So the fun, you're going to have more fun because the weather is already great. That's number one. Of course. Yeah, that's number one. You're just going to get tired of having fun. That's the honest truth. They, they have so many parties, so many things to do. They have soccer. Like, it's just too much. Too much. You can never go to the Caribbean and come out, oh, I was bored in the Caribbean. Never. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can never be bored. What were some of the favorite things uh, for you? Okay, so for me, I love eating. I love trying food. So what I do Fridays, I go to the restaurant to just get food. Then I love going to the beach as well because I feel like that's when I can actually relax myself. Then the carnival, that's when you see the beauty of the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. They have so many costumes, so many things. We have, I think we have something called color fits. So literally everyone put different colors in the body. So those were my favorite things I love to do. Funny enough, I actually miss the the Caribbean. I can imagine. I actually miss the Caribbean because I I was free. Like things were really cheap for me. Mm -hmm. You get to meet different people. Like they teach you the culture, the food. Like it's very interesting country, very very interesting, yeah. Fantastic. What's the Caribbean food like? Is it very different from the UK? Um, very different from the UK. Very different. Um, yeah. 
yes or no, yes or no. So, so we have the jerk chicken, we have the roti, we have so many, they have so many food. So it's not spicy. So they don't need to worry about the spice. Yeah, because I think some people, they they want to know that there'll be quite a mixture of food, I guess, when, when they go to a country. Like, yes, of course, everyone wants to try the local dishes. It's like with, with me in Eastern Europe, I, I find it fascinating. I love, I'm like you, a big foodie. I love to go and try all the yep. different native dishes. But for people who, you know, feel like they might miss or, or they want to get certain foods that are kind of similar to home, uh, you know, yeah. things that aren't so exciting, is that available easily for them as well? Yeah, yeah. They have supermarkets. So you need to understand, like, it's not just for the Carib, it's not just for the medical student. We have other people coming there to work. So they're trying to welcome more tourist attractions into the country. So they have to make sure they suit everyone's need. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're looking for is down there. So one of the mistakes I made was that, oh, because it was my first time being to Caribbean, I literally took so many food stuff with me. And I had to pay for SS luggage. So when I got, I'm like, we have this. I can't believe you guys have this here. Mm -hmm. So that was, it. I never got food anymore from UK down there. So they have everything, it's even cheaper. It's even cheaper. So you, if you're looking for um, roast dinner, they have it. Steak, they have it. So they have everything. I'm not just saying that because I'm saying they literally have everything. Yeah, Fantastic. so it's all depends on what you want to eat. So, yeah, what you want, they have it there. Waxing, ladies, I love to wax because it's summer. Yes, they have it there as well. Let me just put that in. So, because sometimes you get one in the bar. <laughs> you know, we oh, wax people want to know all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, kinds of things. You know, it's summer, you want to wax your body. Like, yeah, so they have um, spa over there. So they have... So the only difference is it's Caribbean. This is UK. That's the only difference. It's just the name. Literally, mm -hmm. they have everything we have in UK. It's even more cheaper there. It's, and they treat you as if like your Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm very serious. Wow. Like, oh so you're from UK. I love your accent. Oh my God. I want to go to UK. Tell me more about UK. You, you feel like you're a celebrity or something. Mm -hmm. and they're willing to help you they're willing to do everything possible to make sure you're comfortable in the country so you don't need to be scared oh oh my gosh am i going to survive are they going to like me are they racist no they're not they're not mm -mm. they're not i can guarantee you that they're not because it's something that a lot of people worry about isn't it yeah most people end up staying there people come there to do elective program actually from uk mm -hmm. yeah they come down there to do elective program in the hospital so and you learn more as well so because they're willing to teach you unlike uk i don't know about the other europe country because i've never been in this school well one thing i do notice when i did my elective down here was that the um, lecturers or the doctors consultants didn't have much time to teach you. Mm -hmm. In the UK? In the UK. They were always like busy. So if they were going to teach you, they used their juniors to teach you. Mm -hmm. But in the Caribbean, they, the doctors will literally sacrifice the time to teach you stuff. They make sure that, okay, do you understand this? Okay, can you present this for me tomorrow if you actually understand it? So they, they actually push you to become better. So that's one thing I understand about schooling in the Caribbean, what I got the experience I got from them. Like most of the experience I got there is what I'm using down here in UK because I work as an ACA in the hospital. So literally taking bloods and doing cannula, these are the things I learned from, from the Caribbean because you're given the opportunity to do it. So they, yeah, so they taught us so many stuff over there. So they don't and need to. Uh, 
So I was just saying, you're obviously in the process of uh, going through the registration at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll go, go a little bit into that uh, yeah. as well. But I want to ask a couple of other things about the school. What were the sort of labs and, and facilities like there? Okay, so uh, for MD1, we have, so MD1, you're doing anatomy. So literally, um, there's a cadaver room we have. So we have like three or four cadavers to use to be able to know where the human body is. So you have the opportunity to go, not just during your classes when you have anatomy, you can go after school just to learn more, to understand the human body. You're allowed to dissect and do what you want to do in that cadaver. So there's no restriction. Maybe mm -hmm. the only restriction, maybe at night, maybe maybe when it's dark, because you don't want to yeah. be alone. Yeah, so then we have histology. So we go to the lab to do most of those um, check um, organism and stuff. So the labs were really great. And we, there's something that we were doing then, it's called, I think, Interpet, can't remember the name. So it's more like doctor and patient session. So we go to the, so we have a clinic setting. So they teach you how to interact with patients. They teach you how to do the uh, physical examination. So in each of your classes, MD1, MD2, you have to learn how to do things like that. So, so a lot of practical very early on then. Yeah, so we start out on time. We start from mm -hmm. MD1. They start teaching you how to deal with a patient. The labs are really fantastic. You're given the opportunity. So like I said, it's mostly, it's, the lecturers are going to do their parts. It's left for you to do your own parts. So they provide everything that you want. So you need to, if, you're, if you don't get it, you can go back to the lab and try to do your own experiment and try to see what you can gain out of it. Because I understand that most students don't like um, working in groups. Some people like working alone. So you're given the opportunity to do that. Or what you could also do, I remember one of my, um, the anatomy teacher, Dr. Sandra, yeah, he's still there. If you need help, just go to him. He will literally takes you, take you down to the cadaver room and show you everything, just you and him alone. He, like, he will literally do that for you because he wants you to know it. Because when it comes to your clinical phase, those things are going to come back haunting you. So what the school try to do, make sure that we get the best that's all the best, yeah. That's what they try to do. So with the lab, there's no issue. You get everything. Well, you, and all the facilities are, are what you'd expect in the UK as well, or a bit different? It's a bit different. You can't compare, like I told you, Caribbean schools are private school. They're not government medical school. So what the school will try to do, make sure you get something, the main things, facilities we had our libraries were really good as well we had books if you can afford to buy books you can get books from the library and also they advise you to get like soft copies so they give us like a, um, a link so that we can download books it's easier for us because sometimes let's say they have like 10 books in the library and 10 students wants it and the other 10 can't get the book so it's best yeah. use yeah and yeah so they do their best but come so they give you the access to all the materials exactly. you have access to yeah comparing uk and the um, medical school in caribbean i think is no it doesn't make sense to me mm -hmm. yes yeah, so i feel like we shouldn't compare I agree, but yeah, obviously a, a lot of the students in initial phases, it's uh, it's very difficult for them because like you were before, the UK system yeah. was all you knew. Um, mm -hmm. So for them, it's it's the only thing they can really compare. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a great opportunity, obviously, for them to look into and, and a great insight for them to get mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. What so other things would you tell them to kind of look out for initially? What other things? To me, number one, be willing to take the risk. Don't compare. Do not compare. 
And one thing I do understand, the reason why you're leaving UK to go to another medical school is because you couldn't get medical school in UK, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So th- my school are very lenient with the admission process. So to me, that is a bonus. That is a big time bonus for me because before you get into medical school, I knew how many times I wrote UK cards. And you know one thing about UK cards, once you do it this year, you still have to wait for the other year. If you don't get in, time is going. It only gets harder every year in the UK. Exactly. I think the, the average call or something, I can't remember. Yeah. So be open-minded, be open-minded because don't expect too much. Like, oh, you're gonna get the best from the best or you're gonna have the UK system. You need to realize that you're going, you're doing a transition. You're going to a Caribbean medical school and not just a Caribbean medical school, it's also Caribbean medical school under the American system. So their teaching styles is different from out what we're used to in the UK. Totally different. And you need to be financially ready. You need to be financially ready because the tuition fee is not cheap. Of course, it's an an investment in one's future. But as you said, at least the the living costs uh, are obviously quite affordable once they get there. Yeah. Is not cheap, and if I can do it, Damis, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it, and also get ready to accept culture. You need to accept the culture of the country. That's the only way you're gonna enjoy it. You need to accept. You need to be ready to study. Your goal is to get your degree, and that should be your goal. You're not going to go there and get carried away. You need to study hard and you need to enjoy yourself as well. So it's all about you balancing it. You need to be ready to study. When I mean study, no one hour study, no two hours study, but at least give yourself four to five hours study and make sure be ready for exams. It's not like in UK, you do exams like twice, in a year but over there you do exams like every six weeks and guess what you can do it as well as long as you're ready you're prepared you can do it and i'll say this again if i can finish you also can finish all you need to do just be focused that's all and ask for help you need to ask for help you can't do it alone you can't do medical school alone. Make sure you speak to your mentor. Make sure you speak to your mentor. If you're struggling, make sure you speak to someone and they're willing to help you. Yeah, It's good that you have them there, isn't it? The, yeah. the mentors, because a lot of universities, a lot of medical schools in Europe, they have nothing like a, a mentor program. Yeah, no, honestly, my school gives you mentor. They, and they're very understanding as well because we're not of the same level. We're all different. It's just like the way my name is Jemima, your name is Tom. The way you understand something is different from the way I understand something. So that's why they give, That's why we, we have mentors to help us out. So sometimes, let's say Tom is the smartest in class and Jemima is not the smartest. So they all pair me with you. Okay, Tom, can you help Jemima to make sure she understands this topic? Can you help her out? You have to do questions. Don't leave anything till the following day because it's going to catch up with you. It's going to catch up with you. Definitely. So you need to keep on studying, but you still need to have your balance because if not, you're going to break down. You're definitely going to break down. So learn to enjoy yourself. Learn to study as well. Like I said, be open-minded, accept culture, and you're not alone. You're not alone. You have people around you. Because it's a small school, 
like the schools in Caribbean, they're not big. Trust me, the lecturers have time to teach you stuff. They're really yeah, this is a big benefit, big. isn't it? Of going yeah. to a smaller school. You have yeah, so much more uh, time with the lecturers. Exactly. So they're willing to put so much time in your education. So you don't need to be scared and say, okay, will I make it? Will I not make it? Or trust me, you're going to make it. As long as you're ready to ask for help, when you know you can, when you know you're struggling and you're ready for your mentor, you're being honest to your mentor as well. And I think most people struggle is finance. You have to make sure you're ready for that. You have to make sure you have the money. Because once you have the money, you have nothing to be worried about. And my school is very understanding when it comes to tuition fee as well. Yeah, they try to make sure. I think there's scholarship. They give you scholarship as well. Yeah, there is availability. We we've discussed it with the school, and they're very you know understanding again uh, of that. Yeah, so I was given scholarship as well. So depending on um your grades you've got, so yeah, and they do give dean list as well. If you're the best, trust me, your tuition fee for your clinical um rotation will be cheaper. So you need to mm -hmm, work. Mm -hmm. You need to work hard, and also. Like, I don't want to say NHS is not doing great, but I feel like one of the benefits of going to the Caribbean to study is that you have the opportunity to go to America to practice medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're being taught um, the American system. So you have to, we use USMLA mostly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like right now I'm trying to write club. I'm not used to club. I'm used to the USMLE style. But it's um, tougher, isn't it? The USMLE covers more than, than the club. Yeah, but it's doable. People get matched in my school. People mm -hmm. actually get matched for real. So everything is all down to you, what you want. So I realized that America was not a country that I want to go and practice. I want to come back home. And... As you get older, you have partners, so they want something different. So you literally have to balance yourself. And mm -hmm. yeah, so if you have the dream to study, um, to work in America, I think Caribbean is the best school mm -hmm. to go to. And also, if you still want to practice in UK, Caribbean is still the best. You know why I say that? We have to go to Jamaica to do rotation. And the Jamaican system is under the UK system. Uh -huh. So is that why you did most of your rotations? Yeah, so it's a win-win situation. So mm -hmm. if you want to practice in America, you can go to America to do your rotation. But if you want to practice in UK, I feel like Jamaica is the best place to go to. They're oh. very on there. The, like literally is the UK system. So that's why I was like, you know what? I did a bit of rotation. I was like, I think I'm going to come back here and finish it up because I had plans to go to America to finish it up. So when I realized that this is what we do in England, UK. So let me just tell you, since I'm coming back home to practice, so the school have managed to make sure that everybody have their needs because at the end of the day, not everybody will go to America to practice. Not everyone will go to um in um, UK to practice, some people are going to go mm -hmm. back to their homes and do stuff. So they try to balance everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to be worried and say, okay, boys, the American system, but trust me, we also have the England system, the UK system over there. Yeah. So, okay. And yeah. what kind of differences would you say were between the clinicals you saw in Jamaica and, and the UK? Do you think it prepared you well then for work in the NHS? That's a good question. You see in the Jamaica, you're more hands-on. Like when I mean answer, you do stuff with patients. Mm -hmm. Unlike in the UK, you're not giving that opportunity. The, the only opportunity you're giving is just to observe. So in Jamaica, you're allowed to start taking blood. You're allowed to do so many clinical stuff. You learn a lot. When I mean learn, and they teach you very well. Like you're not just going there for just rotation, you're going there to also learn stuff. 
learn how to speak to patients. And they also yeah, there's also exams as well. I'm not gonna lie. Like the professor sets exams for you. And they make sure you understand things. They don't just let go of you. And if you answer, I'll give it to Jamaica. So answer in UK, no. Mm -mm. With UK, they're more relaxed. They're more calmer. They're like, okay, you should. I, feel, I think that's why we do F1. They feel like when you get to your F1, you probably learn those things. Because I'm no offense to anyone. I was in the hospital and we call in some F1 students, F1, FY1 um, doctor to come to catheter. And he was like, oh, I've never done it. So I'm like, oh, wow. Are you, was he a UK hmm. university student? Yeah. I'm like, And he'd what? never done that before. Like literally, I could close my eyes to do catheter. Oh, yeah. Literally, that's how much they taught us in Caribbean. I could literally close my eyes and do it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I've never done it on my own. So I need my senior to be like um, SHO to stand with me. I'm like, uh -huh. what? Seriously? Like, you've never done a catheter before? Wow. Yeah. You're going to have an easy time in FY1 then compared to exactly. the UK. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, to be honest. Overall, taking blood as well. You see the nurses like, oh, Chimami, can you take blood for us? Chimami, can you do the cannula for us, please? That's because they know I, because they know I'm a medical student and they see me do it because I work in A and E as well. So it's an easy task for me. So you mm -hmm. see that experience, that clinical experience. I will say Jamaica, where my school center also is the best. Okay, it's fantastic. Best. Yeah, it's actually the best. Like you have, so you can easily go to a patient now in Jamaica, oh, can I examine you? And they're willing to let you do it. Then I noticed that here, yeah, like if you go to a patient, they're like, why? They ask you so many questions and you're like, no worry, it's fine, I'm gonna. Like you try to explain yourself to them, like, okay, I'm a medical student, I'm a final year medical student, can I do this, can I do that? Not all patients, by the way, some patients are really nice. So they'll let you, but majority of time, like it's just you begging up. But in the Caribbean, they're willing to. They're willing to. And you get to do night shift as well. So I did a bit of night shift in the Caribbean. Oh, so, nice. so yeah, I was put on call as well. So wow. whatever I do, I speak to my senior. Then he's like, okay, I approve it. Just read what you wrote for me. And it was really interesting. I feel like people should actually go there to experience and so on. That's my opinion. So, yeah. No, fantastic. I, I really value it. And I'm yeah. sure everyone that, that watches this will, will really value it too or, or listen, depending on how people are, are using it. But uh, what? so now you're you're back in the UK now. Uh, what's your situation? You've uh, gone started through the registration process uh, with the General Medical Council. Yeah, so I literally just so my school sent me all I needed for a GMC, which I did send on Friday, I think. Yeah, so right now I'm just preparing for my club. Literally, I've done like four to five hours study today. So my goal is to study like seven to eight hours every day, unless I'm not. If I'm going to work, so it's a different case. So I still have like three or four hours to go today to finish up my study. So I'll be writing my plan by the end of this year, by November this year. So I'm gonna be starting from foundation year one. So I wanna start from scratch down here. So some people, if I was to stay in the Caribbean, I can do my internship there, then mm -hmm. come to UK and do my foundation year two. But because I feel like, okay, I must just do everything. I want to get the foundation, the old experience from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm coming Yeah, I've back. heard the same from a lot of people. When you go into FY1, you can yeah. get more kind of uh, build your network and get to know the system better. And Yeah. And you get, um, what's the thing? You get more, they actually teach you stuff and they don't let you be on your own as well. Unlike yeah. when you're, going into F foundation year two, they expect you to know much. So it's just like you're building your way up there, starting from the beginning. So that's why I'm back home now and trying to sort that out. 
So next year, I'll arrive at Plab 2, hopefully. I know I'm going to pass Plab 1, for sure. So I'm just in the process of trying to get my eligibility sorted out by GMC, once that is sorted out. And meanwhile, they don't need to worry about the English as well, because we're being taught in English, 100%. Mm -hmm. So they don't need to worry about, oh, is this school taught in English? No, it's 100% English school. And you don't have to come back to in, um, UK to write any English exam. All you need is a letter from school to show that you were taught in English. Perfect. So everything, yeah, it's not on, unlike the Caribbean, um, the Europe, there's a mix of English and and another country. So it's quite yeah, different. Yeah, they've got to do a bit of the local language with a lot it's, of the European schools. Yeah, so it's quite different for the Caribbeans. What taught in English more than 75 percent english so so they don't need to be scared oh are we gonna be so yeah so, so you feel uh, you feel well prepared for the plab test based on what you've learned uh, at richmond yes please i do i think it's more like so my goal right now is to know how questions i've been asking uk yeah so that's what I'm learning. It's not, so basically it's not over the medicine I'm learning. So I already know the, I won't say I know the medicine part because you don't know, you can never know medicine. You have to keep on learning everything. Always learning. Yeah. So what I'm learning is the guidelines of UK because it's quite different from the Americans. It's way different. So I'm trying to learn the style of the way they ask questions because one thing I do understand is you could literally have everything right in your option, but they only mm -hmm. want you to pick that special one. So once you get the ins, yeah. So I think I would say I'm ready, but I'm getting there. I'm Good. getting there. My school Good. has done really well for me in terms of meds. Honestly, going to the Caribbean, going to the Jamaican um to do my rotation actually made a way for me to understand club a little bit. Yeah, because they kind of do the same thing as well. Because I noticed that the same guidelines they use in Jamaica is what they use in UK as well. So. I think people people need to be aware that when they come back to the UK, there's always going to be a little bit of adjustment. I think the main thing is um, they want to know that they're going to have the medical knowledge there that they need oh, and the clinical they knowledge. Have, they're going to have too much because it's <laughs> so like you said something is harder to study the US family, right? Mm. Like, you need to be in the Caribbean, the way they've been, like, you need to know, you need to know medicine. Mm -hmm. You literally need to know medicine. You can't, you can't go to medical school and don't learn medicine. You have to, my school make sure you understand medicine they will make sure you understand medicine and it's left for you to do what you have to do to understand it. You can only take the oils to the sea but you can never force the oils to drink the water. You understand? So my school actually prepare you. So they prepare us really well. Like you can't afford to fail. You can't just afford to fail. Like when you even come down here, you realize that, oh, I feel so smart. Like you start comparing yourself with other students and you're like, are you, are they just teaching you guys this now? We knew this when I was in MD1, MD2. So coming from the Caribbean is harder. Mm -hmm. It's way harder. So you come in here, I, my own thing is I don't get to relax because you're going to feel like, okay, we've done this. Let me relax. I don't need to study hard. Oh, still study. Yes, still study, to be honest. And, and yeah, so I feel like anyone coming to my school should not be scared. They shouldn't. All I'm just going to say be open minded. Take a risk. There's nothing wrong. Is there There's anything no that you would have done differently if you were to start again? So the only thing I would have done differently is stop traveling because every semester I was always back in England, in UK. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my holiday period was always spent in UK. I wish I knew I would have spent that holiday in UK, in um, in St. Vincent. Uh -huh. 
the only different thing I would do is have loads of money. <laughs> I think we'd all do that if we could go yeah. back. <laughs> like the only issue I see is just, just have money and try to navigate your way when it comes to studying. Like create time for studying. Make sure you ask for help because I didn't do that much. Mm-hmm. That's a big because one. I, yeah, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't do that much. I'm not gonna lie. I later start asking for help when I started my clinical rotation. Like I was, you know, sometimes when you ask for help, people feel like, "Oh, you're dumb." Mm. Yeah. So I There's feel a fear, like, a fear inside of, of thinking that people. Yeah. Think that. Yeah. But guess what? You're not alone. Everyone needs a help. You're yeah, not it's medical school. Is medical school like you probably be the best student when you're in your secondary school, ace? But trust me, once you start medical school, we're all on the same level. Yeah, we're all on the same level. You might be good in anatomy, and I'm good in physiology. You need me in physiology, I need you in anatomy. Mm-hmm. So basically, ask for it. I never did that. Because I was scared that, oh, they're going to think I'm dumb. Mm -hmm. But trust me, many people are like you as well. So you need to learn to ask for help. You need to. I remember it's okay to forget stuff. Your brain cannot remember everything. If your brain remembers everything, trust me, you're going to die. It's okay okay (laughs) for your brain to forget some stuff. But what is not okay is you not going back to refresh your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I can say. Like, if only I'd seek for help, I think I would have, maybe I would have been one of the best students now. <laughs> but still, I'm proud of myself. And this is what I'll say. If Jemima can do it, you also can do it. You just need to be brave, take that risk and say, you know what, I want to study medicine and I want to do it in the Caribbean and I want to do it at Richmond, then go for it. And for those students that are thinking about going for Richmond, uh, what would you say to help them make that decision? What would I say to help them? Um, I know you've said so many things about it already. So speak to the previous like you can always get my contacts and if you want to ask me more questions about Richmond they can contact me that's number one and number two don't be scared the school will help you pass your exam they will teach you so well that you can't afford to fail unless you choose to fail and it's very safe in Richmond. We're like families actually, because we're so, we're not massive. So everyone knows each other and the teachers are there to support, to help you out. They're always there to help you out. And there's so many activities we do as well in school. So let's say during the independence, we go out there to check blood pressure. We go to the airport. We go to the market square to do so many stuff. And you learn as well. Okay, another thing, you're given um, opportunities, even though you're not in your clinical rotation, or if you're still doing your basic medicine, you're allowed to go to the hospital to shadow a doctor. So I would say go to Richmond, not because I'm coming from there, but because they actually made a big impact in my life. They created Mm -hmm. me, they made me a doctor. And I won't say it's gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy. But one thing I do know is that you're gonna get all the support you're looking for, for sure. You're gonna get all the support. All I need you guys to do is to speak 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 ask for ask help. for help that's it just speak because you can't do this alone you need people around you to help you to achieve your dreams mm-hmm. yeah that's jemima it. thank you so much I, i'm noticing the time now and i know you're so busy you've got so many things to prepare yeah. for and do so uh i won't keep you but thank you so much um 
for all of this. Uh, it's been an amazing insight, and I, I hope everyone that gets to see this uh, will enjoy listening to your story as I much as I hope so. I hope. I hope I answer everyone's questions or give them a clear hint about the Caribbean and my school. I hope I yes. did. I did. Asking Tom, you think I did? Oh, of course. I, I think you went above and beyond. So it's thank sure. you. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 